We talk and we yell. We kvetch and we kvell. It's Carol and Ethel's podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Ethel Goldenberger. And I'm Carol Blumenfeld. You're listening to our hit podcast, which is called Carol and Ethel's Podcast. Where we provide a new perspective on the most pressing issues facing America today. No, I don't like that. Yeah, it doesn't sound like us. We're far more interested in the M104 bus schedule than the issues facing America today. You see, we talked to this podcast consultant to try to improve our show, and the advice he gave us was terrible. He told us we need to broaden our appeal. To which I said, that's ridiculous. Look, we may not have cross-country appeal, but we do have cross-town appeal. We have Upper West Side listeners, and we have Upper East Side listeners. Believe me, uniting those two demographic groups is no easy feat. We formed a broad coalition, just like Eric Adams. We voted for Stringer, and you know what? I don't want to hear a word about it. Not one word. So anyway, our podcast consultant did give us one useful piece of advice. He suggested that we respond to listener questions. We've been getting lots of listener questions, but I don't open them because I don't like reading emails if I don't know who they're from. Uh, Yeah, we're very particular when it comes to email. Send us a letter in the mail and we'll open it even if it's covered in white powder. We don't care. But email? I don't know. I don't trust it. When emails are in the news, it's never good. So send us a letter in the mail instead. Well, no, don't tell them to do that because we don't want them to know our address. Then just tell them to leave it on an Uptown One train. We'll find it eventually. All right, let's get on to our first listener question. This one is from Emily P. Carol, you want to read it? (coughs) Dear Carol and Ethel, I'm a big fan of the show. You both remind me of my grandmother who died recently. Uh, Don't say that. Why would you say something like that? It's like if we said, oh, you remind us of that young woman on the news who was in that tragic car accident. (laughs) Okay, whatever. Just keep reading. I just moved to New York, and I'm trying to find an apartment on a tight budget. Do you have any advice? You know, my grandson just graduated from college. He's looking for an apartment also. Oh, that's wonderful. Is he looking 72nd Street? 73rd Street? Uh, No, I don't think so. 74th Street? I think he's looking at Brooklyn. Oh. All these kids want to live in Brooklyn now. In Jewish Brooklyn? Uh, No, regular Brooklyn, like Williamsburg. That is Jewish Brooklyn. Uh, No, but the other part. Which part? I don't know. When was the last time you were in Brooklyn? 84, 85. Reagan was president. I remember because I didn't vote for him. What does that have to do with Brooklyn? Oh, you know what? It was Queens and it was Carter and I did vote for him. Anyway, he's looking to rent a studio. What's a studio in Brooklyn rent for these days? Two, three hundred? Jesus Christ, Carol. Don't you read the New York Times real estate section? No, I stick to wedding announcements, obituaries, and editorials where journalists complain about younger journalists. Well, I read it every week and let me tell you, things have gotten a lot more expensive. It's ridiculous. Fine. Clearly, I don't know anything about the current real estate market. So what's your advice for Emily P? My advice would be pick a neighborhood you like. Spend the day seeing lots and lots of apartments, and then try to get hit by a bus so you can sue the city. All right, our next question is from Helen L. It says, what are your favorite cocktails? I like a Bloody Mary, not too salty, not too spicy, not too sweet. I want it to taste like you're holding your nose while you take an apple-style bite out of a tomato that is not ripe yet. Heavy on the vodka, no garnishes. You'd be surprised. It's very hard for Ethel to find a good Bloody Mary in New York. It's made me question if a beverage that meets my specifications even exists. I like a gin martini, dry, straight-up, kosher style. What does it mean for a martini to be kosher style? It means instead of vermouth, they use gefilte fish. Okay, let's do the next question. This question is from TJ Max. It says... Hey, Carol, that's, that's not a listener question. That's a coupon. Oh, even better. Okay, here's the next question. This one is from Mark D. Hi, Carol and Ethel. I really enjoyed the episode you did on investing. I'm curious to hear your opinions about cryptocurrency. Now, look, I'm sure everybody listening thinks they know exactly what we're going to say. Yeah, they think we're going to say we're bullish on the prospects of decentralized currency and think that the blockchain has a lot of potential as a technology. Specifically in countries where there's a lack of trusted federal banking systems. However, much of this potential is yet to be realized. And moreover, there are very legitimate environmental concerns about proof of work systems that 
need to be addressed. That's what you thought we were going to say. But you're dead wrong. Our take on crypto is very simple. If you're not accepted at Zabar's, you're not a currency. They take cash, checks, credit cards, Metro cards, Bloomingdale's gift cards, Bloomingdale's returns, and autographed photos of Henry Winkler. Talk about jumping the shark. Okay, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much. You're very handsome. Don't send us Bitcoin, but do email us if you have any questions. Our email address is carolandethel at gmail.com. That's a real email address. We will receive it and we might respond. Oh.